Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. Steve, for a fresh morning and Jumbo Africa to the listeners. I see that uh, the International Criminal Court Prosecutor, Karim Khan, he says there are grounds to believe that Sudan's armed forces and paramilitary are committing atrocities in Darfur. Stephen, that is quite true, but you'll remember that the Dafu matter before the UN Security Council, ICC, has been there since 2005, after the 2003 genocide. But here we are talking of 15,000 people who have been killed in Dafu, particularly in the western Dafu region. And that's where the uh, prosecutor of the International Criminal Court is putting this ground, Stephen, that both uh, the Sudan Armed Forces and the paramilitary, the Rapid Support Force, might have committed atrocities of the Dafu region. Remember, Stephen, ICC, you can initiate investigation. You don't have to wait for any referral. And this is under the Rome Statute uh, of 2002. Despite it doesn't have enforcement power, Stephen, but this is important for us to remember Dafu in 2003. In 2024, Dafu, it is still in a crisis. Indeed. Now, notice Karim Khan's been a little quiet about Gaza, Sipo, if I may just mention. Um, in, that is quite true. <laughs> in Senegal, the Senegalese opposition leader, Osman Sanko, he's uh, got to be replaced in the presidential race. Stephen, Senegal decides next month on the 25th of February. Now, Sonko, remember, he was bad to can contest. Now, he put his own proxy, Basiro Dimaye Faye, as his person who will take the elections of Senegal. So he went on to explain his arrest, but he thought that being under house arrest, at least he must have a proxy for these elections that are coming in Senegal. You'll remember, Stephen, these are critical elections in Senegal that Usman Sonko has been having challenges with the current government. And then um, in Ethiopia, the chair of the African Union Commission, Musafake Mahamat, urging dialogue between ECOWAS and these states who want to leave it. Stephen, this is what we have seen during the week, the Niger, Mali, Bogaduku moving out of ECOWAS. Now, the chairperson of the AU saying it's a deep regret for this announcement, but he said open for dialogue. He's, he's calling for dialogue, actually, between ECOWAS and uh, uh, these three member states who have moved out. And what is interesting, we can call it the Brexit moment of the West Africa, Stephen, because the impact is going to be around the region trade and service flow. And we're talking of $150 billion a year that will be lost, but also that the people who are landlocked will not be able to travel uh, between the three countries and the other nine member states of ECOWAS. Hence, the AU, it is concerned with the current crisis that is happening in ECOWAS. And then in Haiti, that big investigation into the assassination of President Moise, they've re- issued a warrant for his wife. Stephen, is a person of interest. They say that they've been trying to get hold of him and this came from the judge investigation Walter Voltaire, who says that he has been dealing with this case of the former I mean, of the president who was killed in Haiti. Now, they've been trying to engage with the wife uh, of Moise Martin who has been in USA and that's where they say that he might be a person of interest and now they have a warrant of arrest in terms of arresting the, I mean, the wife of the late president. And Haiti, you know, is having even issues of gangsters that are also troubling that island and then you've got a great mention a great memory in your archive although at the time we didn't know it was happening it was happening on this day, Stephen, when P.W. Botta offers Nelson Mandela a, a conditional release from prison. And here, Stephen was to say Mandela renounced violence. Uh, and also, he raises issues that Mandela must also uh, bring about change in the country. Mandela refused it, Stephen, and we knew it through the late Zinzi Mandela uh, in Soweto in, uh, on the 10th of February 1985, when he raised that his father refused to have been released by the then apartheid government. Important archive, as we are still 
commemorating the 30 years of freedom and democracy and liberation in South Africa. Asante san. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Back tomorrow more from our continent through the day.